Did you learn that in Bible college? Drunk on the Holy Spirit? Man, you need to read your Bible. <laughs> you don't understand. The wine is the most expensive thing in the entire history of creation. The blood that we drink all day, every day, and are drunk on, the blood of the New Covenant, the wine of the Holy Ghost, it's the most expensive thing in creation. This is very, very expensive wine. It cost God's own son, sacrificed. <laughs> I'm not going to trample it underfoot. I don't have any efforts left, and I haven't for many years. I just drink. And the more you drink, the more they plow your back like a field. The more they just hang you up, spit on you, throw insults at you. Because you're actually requiring, out of necessity, his sacrifice. People don't understand this stuff. I'm telling you, when you're crucified with the Lord Jesus Christ, you're fully engrafted into his death. You're engrafted into the Garden of Gethsemane. I mean, this is the pressure of the blood of the Lamb that takes away the sin of the world. There is no pressure like it, and there will be no pressure like it forever. This is the weightiest thing in creation. The blood of the Lamb. Expensive, expensive wine. It is so expensive that if you were to take all the money in the entire world, it would be utterly scorned in purchasing this wine, even one sip of it. That's the cost of salvation. It's that real. When you've been saved, really, really saved from your sins, you will know what I'm saying to you is true. This wine is costly. It cost God the Father everything he had in heaven. <laughs> Do you understand that all creation is held together by his word? Jesus Christ is the word of God. God gave his son for this world to be redeemed back to him. That's the weight of his sacrifice. That's the pressure of his blood upon your brain cells. That's the pressure of His blood sacrifice upon your DNA and your genetic coding. Is there anything heavier? Is there anything more weighty? Show me. And I'll step down from ministry today. I will retire. I'll go serve tables. There's a million other things I could do. Is there anything better than ministering the drink? than serving that blood, that wine, that most expensive wine in the entire world. It's living wine. It's the blood of the Lamb. Drink it whenever you remember Him. Drink it whenever you remember Him. <laughs> Problem is, we want to think about all kinds of other stuff. I mean, I press people with the blood every day of ministry, 11 years. We've been in this thing so deep, so long. I mean, my God, 
you know, I could care less that two bicycles were stolen out of my garage last night. You know, I, I mean, I've been carjacked, stabbed at, shot at. I mean, I've been through so much hell. Like, this stuff is just the easiest stuff for me to ever deal with. This is nothing. I mean, really. When you are in the blood covenant, you can easily deal with everything in the entire world. You could walk through the killing fields of Cambodia. Pol Pot. You could just walk through the, you know, the gas chambers of Adolf Hitler. You could just walk through hell, the valley of the shadow of all death. And his rod and his staff will comfort you. And you don't even think about anything else. I don't think about anything else ever. I mean, why would I backslide? And it's not that I'm like the super religious, holier-than-thou person. I just enjoy living in heaven. <laughs> I mean, it's the best place to be, and it's, an, it's entirely available to everyone by faith. I mean, that's what the cup of the new covenant is. It's entering the kingdom like a child. I mean, I'm in, and I'm not coming out. I mean... The devil's done everything he could do to hurt my feelings every day for 18 years. I mean, every day. I mean, every day. This isn't a new thing for us. This is a daily thing, a daily murder. I am murdered daily. I am crucified with Christ. I pick up my cross and follow him daily, which means I am murdered daily. There's none of me, all of him, every day, who cares about anything Sticks and stones can break my bones, and the words never hurt me. Because we have the Word of God. We have the bread of heaven. We have the blood of the new covenant. What are they going to do to us? You can't kill my salvation. You can't kill my joy. Although they always try. That's what they always try to do in attacking us. The demons and the devils and the serpents in the garden. The religious spirits and the distractions of lust and the distractions. <laughs> There's so many things in this world to, that pull us away from remembering Him so that, we, so that we don't drink the blood of the new covenant. I mean, all day long, every day, pressing people for so long, and it's just like always changing the subject on me. You know, I'll, I'll speak words at tables with people, believers, unbelievers, every day, talking to everybody around me, just open book of the Word of God made flesh. And it's just they don't even have anything to say. There's like they can't even talk. It's like when you begin to speak the Word of God as a voice of many waters, as one who's been crucified with the Lord Jesus Christ and no longer lives, just fully crucified, and it's only the river of life coming through your sacrificed body. These people have nothing to say. That's just like... You know, I mean... What can you say to the Word of God? I mean, I'll be talking to Scottish Rite sorcerers. I'll be talking to just worldly hedonists that just love money and drink alcohol and just have sex every day with anyone they can. And I'll talk with everybody. <laughs> just sinners. Jesus Christ is a friend of sinners. And we're just like Him because we're discipled by Him every day in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so you just get to know everybody and just learn to love everybody perfectly. And through all of this, we've been made perfect by learning how to love. Do you love perfectly? Does your cup overflow with the blood of the new covenant? It's that blood that you've drank from Him that you've been forgiven by 
in your bodies that overflows, that washes away the sins of the world. My cup overflows, Psalms 23. And that overflow of the blood of Jesus is the love of God that removes the death in the world. That's the sin in the world. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So the drinking of the blood of the Lamb removes your sin first by drinking it, all of you. And then the overflow of your forgiveness by being forgiven so much pride and by being forgiven so much rebellious lust and so much. We've been forgiven so much. Therefore, Luke 7, 47, we love so much. So it's like, no matter what they do to us, all you're going to get out of these sons of God and these daughters of Zion is pure love. Cut us and we bleed the kingdom of heaven. Cut us and we bleed the blood of Jesus. Through and through. What is our heart but the Garden of Eden? What is our soul but Mount Zion? We have been entirely crucified with the Lord Jesus Christ. Our human nature is poof. Where is it? Buried in the sea of forgetfulness. Buried in the blood of the everlasting covenant. Buried in the lowest recesses of hell beyond all human thought. And you can't go fishing for it. Once it's buried, it's like, well, I guess I can't go back. That's why I couldn't go back. I mean, I got born again so dramatically in the throne of God with the audible voice of God and 10,000 watts of glory electricity. It's just like, well, I'm going to live in the glory now. Not knowing what the hell I was getting into. (laughs) It's just like, I'm done. I'm done with my old man. I'm done with my old life. I'm done with Satan. I'm done being a demon. I'm done being a pervert. I'm done being a murderer. I'm done. And so now, the life I now live is the life of the Son of Gods. I just believed it, you know, and just, I remember going around so excited, so happy, born again, feeling light as a feather, October 99. I mean, just totally washed in the blood of Jesus. I was so heavy with darkness, I couldn't even see in color before I was born again. Black and white. (laughs) Just a reptile. Just a sorcerer. And I got washed in the blood. Everything was so bright every day. The light of the sun was so bright. It was like I'd never even seen light in the sun. The sun was so much brighter after I was washed in the blood of Jesus. It's like I'd never lived before. There were colors. I'd look at the grass. And it's like I had never seen green before. Before I was born again, I had no idea... What a cloud of darkness I live in. And that's just the whole world. Darkness on the land and deep darkness on the people. It's incredible how much darkness there is here in this world. I mean, you really have no idea until you're brainwashed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Washed in the blood of the Lamb. And I mean daily keeping the feast because you never go back. You go back, you're seven times worse every time. Never go back. We have nothing to go back to. Like a dog returning to their vomit is a religious person who returns to their religion. I mean, what are you going to go back to? It's Egypt. can't go back to Egypt. We've crossed the Red Sea. We've been born again. We're not going back. We're going to die in the wilderness by our unbelief, despising the bread that the Father sends upon our heads every day called the Word of God. 
They despise the man in the wilderness. Give us meat to eat. Did you just lead us out of Egypt so we could die in the wilderness? They moaned and groaned to Moses. Who is this person? Who made you our boss? You know, and they just, oh, they hated him. They hated him. And all he's doing is talking to Jesus face to face on the mountain like a burning man. I mean, what did Moses do to deserve it? I mean, all he wanted to do is deliver his people from hell on earth. You realize they'd take their babies and kill them and rip them apart right in front of the moms. They'd take the babies right from the mothers. This was Egyptian hell of the Israelites. Imagine that. You know, we complain if our coffee is not right, but someone just took your newborn and ripped it in half right in front of you. They did that in the Bible. Seriously. And then we want to fight our deliverers. <laughs> Heap abuse on them. Not believe them. Believe the evil report of the reptiles of the wilderness, the 40 years of testing. Certainly there's got to be another way. This Moses guy is crazy. Going up the mountain, leaving us out here to die, feasting on this crap food, this bread that comes from heaven supernaturally every day, murmuring, complaining, whining, always something wrong, never satisfied on the Word of God, always needing something else, always desiring, always lusting, always craving. Maybe their stomachs are their gods, as it's written. Maybe their brains are their gods. Maybe they don't even love Jesus. Maybe they hate the prophets. Maybe they murder the prophets. They despise the word. They will never drink the blood. But those who will, they'll be on the mountain. But the automatic reaction to the Word of God being rejected in your life is serving the golden calf. Unbelief is what keeps them slaves to the golden calf in the wilderness. And you know, almost all Christians worldwide, guys, are still in the wilderness. That's why God the Father is commanding the prophets to drown them with manna, the Word of God every day, worldwide. Drown the nations in manna, hidden manna. Book of Revelation, manna. The Word of God, living, active, energized manna. Let them feast, let them be drowned in manna. How they react to it is on their own foreheads. That's My hands are clean of these nations, totally. I've obeyed God every day. Serious. Glory to God. I could care less what people think about this ministry. It literally does not matter. Obeying God and what the Father thinks is the only thing that matters. <laughs> that makes you a very, very dangerous weapon towards Babylon the Great. Any mixture in these people's brains is like, whoo, that thing will flare up right through their brain hairs. Just, like a scared cat. Those brain hairs just go, Rang! this dude does not care. He'll say anything. <laughs> Zero fear of man in the line of the tribe of Judah and the seven blazing torches. And he doesn't do it for show. He doesn't do it for popularity. He doesn't do it for money. He doesn't do it for anything other than God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ speaking the word of God, the man of heaven, right through his face, right through her face. 
voice of many waters because they've been crucified with the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't you know that's what it means to be a real Christian? To take up your cross and follow Him every day? I mean, who else is He going to use except these living sacrifices that care less about their lives and just say, whatever you want to do every day, blank sheet. You know? <laughs> what? You know, like I'm going to bring my plans and offer them to God. You know, He's just going to laugh at me. It's not how it works in the kingdom. He's king. Okay? That's why it's called kingdom. Kingdom. His dominion, not yours. We don't get a vote. In fact, you don't even have a say with the 24 elders until you're a huious, selfless one. You're not even, even able to communicate properly at an adult, angelic level with the elders of heavenly Jerusalem until you're huious, which means completely and totally selfless in your souls. Filled with the seven spirits of God. By great grace, of course. No self-efforts. Just drinking your life away. Drinking every brain cell away. Burying it in the lowest recesses of hell. Your entire human nature. That's what the blood does. That's why they despise the cup. That's why they hate the drinkers and the drinking and the new wine and it's despised everywhere. Every revival there's ever been for 2,000 years has been because of his cup of blood. And then, you know, they just put it down and get into religion. Every single time. Every revival for 2,000 years. Especially the great awakening of the first century. Big drinkers. You can read about it in the New Testament. Huge drinkers. The Apostle Paul says, I offer my entire life as a drink offering on the altar of God. I pour out my spirit on all flesh like a drink offering. I have become a wine vessel. I have become the blood of Jesus because I've drank so much. I have nothing to offer this world except His blood and His bread. That's the priesthood of Melchizedek. That's the new covenant priesthood. That's the selflessness of being crucified with Christ. That is normal Christianity for everyone. Who will be a normal Christian today? That's not radical. That's not fringe. That's not even advanced. That's day one, born again, I've been crucified with Christ. That's salvation. It's not hard stuff. It just means, geez, I'm not going to live for myself anymore. I'm actually going to live for the Father. You know? My life, my plans, my ideas, my brains are utterly unknown to me. Like, I don't even have a grid for a self. There's zero self-consciousness. There's zero self-awareness. It's just totally murdered with Jesus Christ hanging on a pole. Hanging on a pole. Dead. Hanging. 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 And your back threshed like a field by everything that hates Jesus Christ in this world every day. Hanging like the hangman on a tree. Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Well, have we been cursed with Christ? Have we suffered the marks on our bodies of the slain lamb? I have. I bear on my body the marks of Christ. <laughs> it's true. Hurled insults upon daily 
for 18 years since I was born again. It was every day in Teen Challenge too. These people hated my guts because I was a real Christian and I was going 100%. And they were fake and they were playing games. They're just doing it to get out of jail. They're just doing it to please mommy and daddy or their husband, get their family back. Ulterior motives. There were some real ones, but it was mostly fakes in Teen Challenge. Mostly fakes in North Central. Mostly fakes in Christianity. Mostly goats. What can God do for me? It's about me. I, I'm here to get blessed. Me. Not me. I'm here to be a blessing to God and man. My life is forfeit. How about yours? My life is forfeit. That's what it means to be a true Christian. <laughs> Total forfeit. And you know what? That's the martyrdom drunken glory. That's why I'm continuously joyful, regardless of outward circumstances and situations, regardless of carjacking, shot at, port shot up, car shot up, bike stolen, you know, evil reptiles, religious people telling everyone that we're having anal sex with Jesus, religious people telling everyone that I'm a warlock and turning entire cities against us, you know, whole blogs on the internet, ministries just out there destroying our names, you know, newspapers in London telling everyone that we're a cult. I mean, just every negative thing that could happen to a, a human being that follows Jesus except actually physically dying has pretty much happened to us already. So it can only really get better from here, especially for our people that are kind of new to being crucified with Christ, new to being insulted for righteousness sake, new to massive amounts of persecution. <laughs> and I think it's good for you. How are you going to identify with Jesus unless you are persecuted for your righteousness? I mean, we see people that like get one na nasty thing said about them and they freak out. And I'm like, are you serious, man? I mean, we're murdered continuously. Murdered. People hate us. And you know, it's not because of my personality, it's because of Jesus Christ's personality. It's, a, it's because of being crucified with Christ. you got to understand that. The persecution of righteousness means you're only mistreated by others because you are murdered on the cross with Him. And you've become an open portal to pour God the Father into this world. And they hate that glory. They hate that light because their works are evil. They hate the glory of God because it exposes all the darkness of religious hypocrisy, all the darkness of strange fire and humanism and all these Christian churches and all these building schemes and marketing things that they do to make money. And it's just like, is that even God the Father, what you're doing? And it's like when you are truly crucified with the Lord Jesus Christ, it reveals everything that the devil's doing. It reveals everything fake in the whole world. And people hate being exposed. They want to pretend like they got it all together. And it's like, God loves you so much that He'll clean you out from the inside. And if you're a real Christian and love God, you want to get clean. And you want that blood to wash your heart roots and wash your brain cells and clean your mind and cleanse your conscience from everything religious and from everything rebellious, from all sin, all iniquity, all transgression, so that only He remains. That way you can walk around the world perfect, exactly like Jesus Christ. That's the entire reason He died. 
So he'd have many brothers and sisters exactly like him. It is written in Hebrews chapter 1. Of those he's not ashamed to call his brothers and sisters. Who are these ones? They are the sons of God. They are those who've died with him, been buried with him, and now walk in his resurrected life. And we walk in his resurrected life, guys. We do. That's why we're persecuted. You can't take that away from a person. All you can do is make fun of them, mock them, bite at them, hiss at them, lie about them. That's the only way you can do to someone who's truly murdered with Jesus. That's invincible power of God the Father coming through their spirit, soul, mind, and strength. When you're crucified with the Lord Jesus Christ, Satan can't do anything to you. You're fortified in Jesus. He is the angel of the Lord. He is the Lord God Almighty. He is the Messiah. He is the Word of God. His Word remains forever. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken. But Jesus Christ remains forever. That's why you must be entirely crucified with Him because everything that's not Him in your life will be shaken. And you come around a person that's truly crucified with the Lord Jesus Christ entirely, spirit, soul, mind, and flesh, everything in your life will be shaken. And people are like, oh my God, I didn't realize there's that much stuff that needs to be shaken out of my tree. And let me tell you, it's worth it. Just get shaken today. Let Him shake your tree. And all the seeds that aren't His, all the words that aren't His, all the insects and reptiles and fowl birds that belong to the kingdom of the great red dragon, let them just, just be washed out of you by the blood of Jesus Christ in the full press and the weight of the wine press of the wrath of the Almighty upon Satan and his angels. Just right through your brains, right through your hearts, right through your stomachs, right through your head, all the way through your feet. Let the blood of Jesus flow. And everything, every weight in this world, all shame, all guilt, just be washed in the blood of the Lamb. It's a wonder-working blood. It makes you white as lamb's wool. It makes you feel light as a feather. It makes all the colors around your eyes brighter. I mean, you will have a different perspective. And you will be forgiven so much in that weighty blood of Jesus that you'll literally begin to love your neighbor as yourself. And let me tell you, that's the, the most advanced thing in Christianity. To love your murderers. To love those that speak all hostility against you, even behind your back. You know, I mean, these people are such hypocrites, and you just love your hypocrites. And you just love these murderers, and you love the people that, you know, pretend like they're Christian, but serve the golden image. And you love the people with the secret sin that are... And you love them so intensely that it's just washing them with your the blood of Jesus right through your eyes. And it's like piercing them with lasers. And it imparts God the Father's life force right into their DNA. And they'll never be able to shake it off. So it's just like they're convicted by the Holy Spirit coming through you. And they'll never be able to get that off the rest of their lives. Once you've been hit with God the Father through the sons and daughters of God that are mature, throne room company believers that really walk this thing, you'll never shake it off. I mean, that will haunt you all the days of your life until you repent or die and go to hell. But we pray everyone repents and let that awesome, wonder-working, 
power of the blood of Jesus Christ pierce their hearts, pierce their DNA, pierce their minds, pierce their consciousness, and wash them of all of their sins, all of their memories. we got so much stuff we need healed of. Every person in the world has been through the valley of the shadow of death. It's just the curse of the fall being dealt with worldwide. And let it just wash you right through your mind, right through your DNA, right through your bloodlines. And God will heal you tonight. He will heal you to the uttermost. And He will give you unlimited living waters, unlimited bread, unlimited blood every day. You can just feast on the fattened calf. Every day you can eat His bread, drink His blood, drink His wine. It's the wine that is His blood. I mean, that's why I'm so happy. I mean, that's the drunken glory. It's the wine of the new covenant, the blood of the new covenant. Drink as much as you want every day and get as happy on the blood of the Lamb as you can ever get into your whole cup and body overflows and you just drown all cities and nations in the blood of Jesus. That's what will cause great awakening is all these cities just drowned in the blood of Jesus, in the weight of His blood, in the weight of His sacrifice, in the winepress of the wrath of the Almighty, which is the blood of Jesus, upon all death and hell of religion and rebellion everywhere. And you're just drowned in that pressure of His blood sacrifice when God died in Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. When the living God died for your sins and the sins of the whole world. That is just pressured through all cells of human flesh. And they're washed in the blood of the Lamb. And man, they feel good. It feels so good. It's not a horrific nightmare experience. It's the experience of forgiveness. And you know, the craziest thing is, is most people don't realize how much they need to be forgiven because of all that religious pride in us. So it's like, keep letting that wonder-working blood wash through our brains. It's a daily phenomena. It's a daily feast. Every day. Drinking the cup of the new covenant. Every day. Feasting on this flesh, His bread, the Word of God, the wine of God, the table of the Lord. Every single day. For how long? Eternity. It's an eternal table. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the table of the Lord remains forever. And God's just looking for some feasters to celebrate His sacrifice and get so forgiven, get so healed up by His flesh and His blood that they can just drown their cities and drown their nations in the overflow of their feasting. That's what causes this great awakening. How did you get such a tremendous anointing? How did you get so much glory on your life? There's angels, there's signs, wonders, miracles, healings, just everywhere, effortlessly, popping out of you everywhere you go. And all we ever did is feast it on His flesh and feast it on His blood every day. Because that's true, biblical Christianity. And it works. It works in every nation, tribe, and tongue. And it will drown this world and bring revival and healing to the nations. It's the Great Awakening, folks. You're in it right now. It's a wonderful time to be alive. Check out our website, everything free, schools, music, whatever. We love you guys. Redlettermen.com. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. <laughs>